When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bueno. Bueno. We're back. Back in the working mood. Yeah. No, we're really not. One more week. One more week. One more week. I'm going on strike. Me too. I stand with SAG. I stand with AFTRA. I stand with... I stand. With all the... By you. I'll stand. <laughs> Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Sean. I'm Katie. And today we're going to talk all about uh, FIFA, the World Cup women's soccer. Why would we talk about that? We know nothing. We know everything there is to mm. know. You run down one side of the field, you kick the ball. I, I played soccer growing up and my I started, or I guess I should say, I started and stopped my interest in professional soccer after the, I forget her name, but she ripped her shirt off after scoring the winning goal. She slid Julie on Julie Foudy. And she was awesome. Julie or Judy? I have no idea. Julie Foudy. I know this because her brother was my chiropractor in Orange County. That's what you said. Yeah. Never met her, but I did meet the guy from um, Korn, the band. You know, the, uh, uh -huh. the the guitarist Fieldy? Fieldy? Yeah, he had the, I think the cornrows in his hair. So one day we're at the chiropractors and Fieldy, who's part Chastin? of- Chastin? Oh, Brand Brandy Chastain? Chastain. Oh, Foudy was on the team. Brandy Chastain. Okay. Julie Foudy was on the team, but she wasn't the one who, who went down to the and sports like, bar and flexed. <laughs> but she was just so excited. That was fierce. And that was the beginning and end of my interest, mainly because I, I love to play soccer. Watching it makes me sleepy. I think that women's team really um, was able to make soccer huge in america i think that and i could be wrong but i think that's the turning point for for soccer is men it and huge women in america people americans i need you to report in the comments is it a big thing do I, you watch football aka soccer i do not or if you're uh, table soccer baby in france oh baby yeah i we think call, that's what we call it table soccer yeah you know where you get the foosball little, yeah foosball 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 man um yeah so I don't watch it. Not that I didn't love to play it. I do watch hockey because of you and some football because of you. And I don't mind either of those sports. I do not like watching baseball either. All the quote unquote American pastimes. Hmm. No gracias. You're over it. You had enough growing up. And well, I mean, I don't mind a good, like I said, a good football game, a good hockey game. That's fine. Some games are better when you're participating in them or you're there watching them live. I could argue that baseball is neither of those things. I'm starting to appreciate baseball more now because of Instagram, because mm. it's condensed. You get to see the one play. But that's not, I mean, I guess that's appreciating it, but that's not baseball. I know, it's the same thing with hockey. I remember when Sports Center came out and they were just doing highlights, boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. And you could, it's like a condensed game. It doesn't really tell you the whole story. You don't get no. to see all the, the missed plays. They used to have almost... like the top 10, like the best 10 of the week or something. Mm -hmm. That was fun. I love a highlight reel. Right. But I just, I don't know. Soccer should be viewed in highlight reels mm -hmm. format. Mm -hmm. I mean, it would be a lot more for me anyways. I Maybe it's my attention span growing up on much music and MTV. I but... also, for our Europeans out there, because I know they usually tend to love soccer more than us, but Americans maybe too. Um, explain to me the plus or minus shenanigans that happens with the clock. Oh, the extra minutes mm -hmm. there at mm -hmm. the end? I don't understand that either. I've never understood that. I don't know where they're coming from. It's like and 20 love at the end of the soccer game. <laughs> tennis, mixing tennis with. I don't get it. And why can it be plus four, plus 12? It can be crazy. Yeah. Is it the minutes that are left over or not left over, but you know, when they're standing around kind of just jaw jacking, talking about what they should do in between plays, like, oh, there's a minute or two that went down because they're trying to figure out what card, a yellow card, a purple card, a green card. Yellow or red, that's it. Okay, but they're trying to figure that out. So do they do that? They tack that time onto the clock at the end only. I have no idea. 
That doesn't make any sense. Just stop the fucking clock like every other game. Well, yeah, but come on. What the every game has their own rules. I don't understand. Soccer is very exciting. First of all, they they're amazing runners. Mm -hmm. It's like organized running. You kick the ball all the way down the field. A beautiful big boot. It goes, mm -hmm. and you run after it, and your buddies run after it, and then some jerk down the field says no, and pop, he kicks it all the way back the that's other way. That's bad soccer. Well, but that's. <laughs> That's a lot of soccer, right? Like you, you think you've made some progress or progress if you're in Canada and then not no, no. Okay. Well, sometimes the you set up plays just like hockey and you pass to each other as you're going down the field. I'm running, I'm passing, I'm running. I'm passing. Now someone could intercept a pass or steal the ball from you. If you don't have full control of it or they're faster or better or whatever, then they could, they could kick the ball back, but then they would set up their own play and try to move their way down. To just kick it is like akin to hockey when you're like, oh, they just dump it in. Right. And you're like, that's not setting anything up. Two line pass. Because yeah. chances of you kicking it, a big boot and kicking it into the goal is very slim to none. And most chances are the other person's just gonna have complete control and your guys can't catch up with where you kicked it. So you have no forwards, you have no offense. Does I that see make sense? two ways, yeah, it totally makes sense. <laughs> mm -hmm. Two ways to make the game more exciting. Mm -hmm. One, hear me out now. I'm not, I don't okay. want, you know, it's not my game. It's not my place to, mm -hmm. but for me to be more excited, make the field a little smaller. Yeah. Make it faster. Two, make the net even bigger. So it's easier to score a goal because these guys, the goaltenders are, or do they call them net keeper, minder, net minder? In, I mean, I think it depends on where you live or where you grew up. We call them goalkeep. Mm, goalkeep. But goalkeeper. These people are super Net heroes. minder, maybe. I don't know. They're so good. Mm -hmm. They fly through the air with the greatest of ease. They should wear a cape. Well, it's like hockey, how they say the goalies are getting so large that it's really hard to score goals, but then people score goals. I always wondered if you parked a sumo wrestler in front of a hockey net, mm. is that illegal? Because they're bigger than the hockey net usually, right? Like a sumo wrestler. Some of them are really big fellas. I think when they squat down to hold that position, mm. I guess they could just stand and hope it doesn't go by their legs. Or just See? sit there. I don't know. Because there's a, a mm -hmm. size limit to the pads. Mm. So they've reduced the pad size in hockey a while ago. But then he could really get hurt with a puck. <sighs> so this has been our uh, introduction into mm -hmm. women's uh, soccer. Not introduction, but this is our first episode of many because mm -hmm. we're changing the format of the podcast. We're strictly soccer from now on. We're all in. At least while the, you know. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I've said all I have to say. I wish all teams the best. I'm excited for the level of competition. I believe it's taking place in New Zealand and oh, Australia. I would go just to go there, it's but I don't want to go when it's all busy. So no. How long does it take to swim from Australia to New Zealand? Oh, I don't know. It's like an hour and a half flight. So I don't think you want to do it. Lots of sharks too. Be exciting if it was like a triathlon, soccer on one side, <laughs> swim and mm -hmm. you know, away from the sharks, of course, mm -hmm. if they had a boat that followed I liked the swimmer. swimming was running. <laughs> that's how I swim like underwater. This. I go-go dance. Oh, yeah. That's, there's this one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyways, New Zealand and Australia, I wish you the best since you're the home teams. I believe Canada is playing Nigeria today or they already played. The United States is supposed to win, apparently, from what the televisions here tell me. But that could be propaganda. But I think this would be a three-peat for them. Well, there's three potential three-peats that could happen which i don't really understand it just means they've won it twice before at some point because it's like yeah like with understand. that same squad maybe mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. give or take a few mm -hmm. i have no idea yeah me either mm -hmm. but i'm i'm excited i will watch a match or two maybe half a match i'm not gonna sensible. watch any of it but okay what if i watch the first half you watch the second half no that sounds terrible why why are we wasting all the time because it's soccer baby it's big mm. <laughs> do we only do things because other people do them? Yeah, we're just following saw, the algorithm. I saw, okay, so random other, I guess, in the news, kind of, but I don't even understand. So I was listening to our local country radio station. There's a couple of them. My two favorites are, I think it's 100.7 and 98.1. Now, 98.1 plays like oldies. 100.7 plays like newer music. And... I think it was 98.1 had like a Jason Aldean song on. Jason Aldean's been playing country for a long time. And I was just singing along and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, a lot of people have been saying they want me to talk about the controversy with Jason Aldean. And I was like, what? And 
immediately I was like, he has three names that are first names, Jason, Al, and Oh Dean. no, his last name's Aldine, A-L-D-E-N. Oh, mm-hmm. I was thinking Jason, No, Al, he's, he's all Aldine. It's like Sean, Michael, Jason, Tim. Jason, Aldine, okay. just Aldine. Okay. I don't know his middle name. Altadina. Maybe Scott, I'm not sure. Anyway, and I was like, what in the, what? So we get home and I'm like, I gotta Google it because I don't even know what's happening. And she's, her response was nice. She's like, I don't want my radio show to be a gossip thing. It's not a talk show. I just want to have fun and play good music. So I hope you're okay with that. And she's like, with that, you know, blah, blah. So she went to the next song. It was good. He's a big deal, right? He's a big, I mean, he's, a, he's one of the top. I would say he's been around probably for 10, 15 years. Does he know Garth Brooks? I mean, maybe, I don't know. I heard his career's in trouble. What, what from Tom and Christina? No, no, no. Mm. Um, his residency, the numbers haven't been there. So I think they, they may have uh, stopped the show in Vegas. They're not really. Doing, yeah, I don't think he's drawing the numbers they thought they would. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, I'd like to see him. Maybe we should go to Vegas and see him before they close it down. Uh, I'd like to see him do Chris Gaines. I want to see that concert. Because <laughs> the, the tickets would be really cheap. Right. Exactly. So maybe we should grand go. opening, grand closing. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to Jason anyway, Aldine. He's also been in residency there since I was in grad school. That's when it started. Just FYI. Mm-hmm. So I'd assume people who've seen him. Who wanted to see him have seen him. I would have been more impressed if he did it. Just one April Fools. He comes out and he's dressed like Garth from Wayne's World. Oh yeah, yeah. Party time. Chewing. So anyway, turns out Jason Aldean and his wife have had a lot of controversy, but the controversy, the newest controversy, is that he had a video called "Not in a Small Town" or so. I don't even know. Try that in a small town. I forget the name. I haven't even heard the song. Um, and apparently the video was filmed at some courthouse in Tennessee that during, I don't know what, there was some lynching that happened there, some kind of something. Um, I could read you it. It doesn't really matter. But the point of this is that people want to, tr- so, so CMT removed that music video and are playing it right now. CMT has canceled his song? Just that one song. Okay. Because people are outraged saying it's racist and all this stuff. I read through all the lyrics. It's not racist. It's essentially saying like, uh, don't try that in a small town, saying that we're there for each other. We're a part of a community. And he alludes, and I guess in the video, which I haven't seen, shows like the protests and the riots that happened in 2020 and was like, that wouldn't happen in a small town because we like stick up for each other. That's essentially the message, at least from if you have a different viewpoint, happy to hear it. Um, And... So they took it down because I guess of the lynching that had happened in, I don't know what year. He, So what, how does that tie into it? Because the video, they filmed it in front of that building because it's a capital Dur- building. During this event? The music video. Okay. The music video itself was filmed in front of this place. But then, this courthouse. But then um, the writer of the thing I was reading was like, it his he didn't pick the place you hire someone to do your music video but uh, so just to be clear so he filmed a music video in front of a courthouse yes in tennessee somewhere was there something to do with the the this lynching did did it happen so it has nothing to do with that it's just that the location is the same yes okay it happened outside of that courthouse so the courthouse should be erased is that what sorry I, i don't know um it happened a really long time ago it had nothing to do with the music video people said that his because it was like not in a small town that it was like racist um he doesn't agree jason aldean's like pretty much the same we're all a community we put stick up for each other we need to do that more so people don't take over and like ruin things of ours i don't know again haven't heard the song haven't watched the video but the kicker of all of this this is where i think cancel culture gets like it's just fucking annoying is he hired a company to put to create a music video he's worked with this company on like six other videos recently and the person who worked specifically the producer or whatever or director of the music video spoke up publicly and was like this is a place that people film all the time and he names he names so many films so many music videos not just country music but um a ton of that because it's in the south but i mean miley cyrus had a video there's also like a film one of her hannah montana movies was filmed there like people film all sorts of shit there um because i don't think it's used anymore and essentially i think people just film inside and outside 
my guys like people film there all the time and it had nothing to do with anything other than the fact that jason's from the area and we thought the south that would be cool blah 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 okay it's also in a super small town anyway so with all the energy that we put into canceling shit that doesn't make sense to me why don't we focus our energy on like i don't know our opioid crisis or like human trafficking things that are like a big problem things that are happening and i just I don't know. I was like, another controversy? Another person getting canceled? Does anybody else feel exhausted by it? I was like, I like Jason Aldean, I think. Okay. Uh-huh. So I, I had to mm-hmm. dig into this because... Yes. Fact check me. So I, I don't know about the courthouse mm-hmm. as far as imagery goes, okay. but if it's a courthouse and it's All a lo- I saw was location. a still image of him and it's smoke mm-hmm. and the courthouse is lit with blue lights. So you kind of barely see it. almost okay. looks like the White House kind of. And... His band is playing in front and the camera's way down. Okay. Well, I don't see a problem with that, but I don't know much about it. So I'm, I'm in the song, mm-hmm. the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I looked up Jason Aldean lyrics controversy. Controversy, controversy. I'm good at Googling. What can I say? Mm-hmm. Okay. Jason Aldean's Try That in a Small Town mm-hmm. lyrics. Try That in a Small Town. Written by not even Jason not Aldean. Him. No. Three other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, sucker punch someone on a sidewalk forward slash carjack an old lady at a red light pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store you think it's cool well act like a fool if you like cuss out a cop spit in his face stomp on the flag and light it up yeah you think you're tough and the chorus is try that in a small town see how far you make it down the road around here we take care of our own you cross that line it won't take long free to find out i recommend you don't try that in a small town mm-hmm. uh, i've got yeah. a gun that granddad gave me they say one day they're going to round up that shit may fly in the city. Good luck trying that in a small town. Try it in a small town full of good old boys raised upright. If you're looking for a fight, try that in a small town. It sounds like, and I could be wrong, the lyrics are talking about stop acting like an asshole with sucker punching people on the sidewalk. It sounds like it's a a reactionary song to the stuff you see in the news where like- And I think that's what his point kids was. Kids are out of control in the city, carjacking. Yeah. Uh, fucking pulling up guns shit. on yeah looting store. and whatever yeah um so he's saying try that in a small town yes that's a key, what and okay. again i haven't heard the song either or seen the video but i didn't understand the i think then he came out and with a, with a statement i was reading the same article where he was like um essentially said politically i'm a conservative and you know i grew up in a time when you can be conservative you can be liberal and that doesn't mean that anybody shouldn't have a voice and he's like if I had stood up and said things that go with a more cons- liberal narrative, then no one would have tried to shut me down. And he's like, and that's just not right. And he's like, right. we all have a, we all have voices that need to be heard. And I was like, that's fine. I I feel like we can have free discourse. Everybody should be able to speak their mind. I might agree with some of his stuff or not. I don't really know all of his things. I would assume but- this falls under free speech laws as well, that you can uh, craft something. I mean, there's mm-hmm. nothing here that's well, there's no like hate speech or anything. Ter- no. And I don't know what's racist about it in my mind, but I don't, I don't see again, I haven't heard the whole song, but yeah. Now, <laughs> if you were to contra- just out of, just to throw this out there, mm-hmm. I listen to, and I also watch, I watch movies that have glorified violence in it. I'm a huge Tarantino fan. I do like Tarantino. What did we just watch um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Oh, it's great. Oh, I love so it. Good. But um, I also listen to a lot of uh, heavy metal. Uh, mm-hmm. Typically, heavy metal have pretty I don't. soft lyrics, though. It's not like... I know. It's just loud, nasty sounding. Yeah. Uh, but I also listen to a lot of hip hop. and hip hop has violence. <laughs> you know, it's not like I like backpack rap personally, like that golden era. Same. But then when uh, gangster rap took over... Dad, starting, I don't like, mind some gangster rap. You know I mean? do, too. And <laughs> I view it as a retelling of what's happening like it's it's like a reporter not a reporter but someone writing a story about what they see in the streets it's not like they're actually doing it true but if you're going to cancel these lyrics here yeah try that in a small town blah 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 Mm -hmm. okay if you're going to cancel this song do you know how many hip-hop songs i wouldn't be allowed to listen to like you have to take away half my my collection of music i know because no 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 we're too sensitive so and i don't have all there is to this story right so i'm just I mean, jumping either. with I you just, i just read you guys i just read one article I, like i said if you have a differing opinion i'd love to hear it yeah um the thing is just funny to me is i would guess and i could be wrong but i would guess most country music listeners didn't know anything was to be offended by with it do you know what i mean 
It sounds like it's a reactionary song to seeing what you're seeing in the news where like Portland, where they're torching the city for well, they, 200 I guess days. In the video, know. which I didn't see, mm. so I don't know if this is true or not. But apparently the guy who made the video was like, all of the clips that we pulled were from news. Oh. Like it was actual news outlets. And he's like, we got approval and they sent over the clips to be in the video. We didn't fabricate. We didn't make anything up. Like we were just showing what happened in cities in 2020 slash 2021. So he's canceled for... We don't know what the real reason. They what said the, because of the lynching that happened at that court, at least what I read. Okay. Again, if there's more information, enlighten me. Um, but the lynching that happened, I don't know the year it said, and I forgot. At mm. that courthouse way back when. Like, had nothing to do with Jason Aldean, obviously. But the, I don't know. I guess you shouldn't film in front of that. I'm not sure. But um, everybody has, like, like I said, like Hannah Montana, the movie. Miley Cyrus did a music video back there in the day. Um, there was like seven others that they cited that I didn't haven't watched, like even like a Hallmark film and stuff. They're like, oh, they got married at this place. Like there's so many. Yeah. So because I think it is a filming destination, um, but it was just interesting. And I think I don't know. I just to kind of pivot. But what I think is connected, I Sean and I've been working on our video content, trying to find ways to make it better and more enjoyable for us and for you. And a channel that I really do love and I encourage you to check out is called The Big Think. Mm. I like their style of videos. I like the content that they cover. And one video in particular is called Anti-Fragile. And I know you're thinking like, I'm relating it to this, but you can see how it relates. It's not that I'm saying be anti-fragile, but the way that this guy talks about it is that in the pursuit so, okay, he opens the video by explaining that the only people who don't have, you know, uncomfortable or what we would call negative emotions are sociopaths or people who are dead. And so that leaves most of us with uncomfortable emotions and the fact that we can go through anger, sadness, hurt, pain, etc. In the pursuit of, well, I guess what we know so far is that we've talked a lot about building resilience. I talk about it on the channel. And when we encounter these negative emotions, which I don't even want to call them negative, but let, for the sake of this conversation, let's call them negative, that when we engage with or experience emotions like that, our resilience member is like our ability to bounce back, right? We bounce back against it. I feel shitty for a while. Blah, I can pull out of it. I'm okay. I can weather life storms. He says newer research proves that that's part of resilience, but he would take it a step further into resilience 2.0 which is what he calls PTG or post-traumatic growth. And what that means is that when we're, when something happens and pressure's put on us, something bad or hard or whatever, we grow past the old point. Does this make sense? Am, am I following? Are you following? hundred percent. So we bounce back and grow bigger. And the example he gives, which is beautiful, is that like when you work out your muscles, you're putting strain on them. You're fatiguing them. You're damaging them. Resistance training. And when you do that, what happens? Or like Popeye, our muscles get bigger. And that is because we are like a post-traumatic growth or a anti-fragile system. And he explains that with psychology that, you know, essentially, you know, we under duress, under post-traumatic stress, there can be growth. To quote The Office, don't even get me started with coddling the modern The modern anus, anus right. You know. But I think that that is kind of, I know that's like a pivot and adjacent maybe you're not fully connected to what we're talking about, but I think there is something to that, like the weathering of life storms or this resilience 2.0. And I could argue, because a member of our community I was talking to the other day had said something about how COVID really like messed up someone in her family. And she's like, I don't know, they were like doing so great. And like, it's been so hard for them. And- I feel like COVID and lockdowns and riots and whatever happened in your city or whatever you felt and whatever you experienced, we haven't bounced back even to resilience 1.0. Mm. But I think what we need to push ourselves to do is to do that and to grow, to, to push past, to have post-traumatic growth because shit like this Jason Aldean getting canceled and stuff, it's just like we're filled with anger and rage at anyone and everyone. And this could go, I mean, you could tell me other things that have been canceled and, you know, but all of that doesn't really help anything. And it only 
makes things worse. And I feel like it only leaves us in that depression and doesn't allow us to kind of bounce back up. If you're just listening, I'm just gesturing like a ball going like deflated in and pushing back out to its true form. So it's like, it just made me think of that because I was just watching that video because I like what they do in that video. I like their editing style and stuff. And so you can't eliminate everything that you're offended by or you perceive as a slight. Mm-hmm. Because if you do, there is no resistance training that goes on and then everyone becomes fragile. So it's only because you, you're like to, bubble wrapped, you, you know. Yeah, you can't you, you can't put uh, safety bumpers on everything. No. And, and you shouldn't either because you well, no, not unfortunately, because that's how you learn how to to, you know, toughen up in life, like how to how to be resilient, uh, how yeah. to hey, my world isn't going to come crumbling down if someone uh, insults me or mm-hmm. Or, or something some, doesn't go my way or think something of me mm-hmm. that isn't true. I'm like, I'm not going to crumble mm-hmm. up, you know, uh, because of that. Yeah. And people already do that with me online and that's, I'm fine with it. Um, You're resilient 3.0. 3.0. Yeah. Muscles <laughs> so big. Um, no, but I think there is something to that. And I don't, I don't even, not to say I don't like the word toughen up, but I feel like that can be used in a way to. Like you should be toughen up, like boys don't cry kind of thing. And I'm not saying that's what you meant at all. But I think what, where I'm going with it is kind of like a life has ups and downs. And if we can't weather that, it's going to be really shitty for you. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're all out there, like you can't say this, you shouldn't do that. You should be canceled. This, this hurts my feelings. I don't like that because that could be offensive to someone. Like if we do shut everything down and we're like, I'm offended like that means if anything in life is emotionally taxing at all, we can't handle it. Especially if if we have no you, muscles. Yeah, and if every like, if every group puts together a list of what they're offended mm-hmm. by, well, at the end of the day, nothing is allowed because yeah. everyone is offended by you know. Totally, I remember like, going to the Laugh Factory back when I was in college because everybody did, and there was a particular comedian and I don't remember his name because I didn't like him at all, and he made a bunch of like women jokes, right. and I was just like it was misogynistic. Ugh. Yeah, and it and it wasn't like because this was a different era, right? This is like two thousand and let's say three. Um, I remember thinking like, oh, this guy fucking, I can't wait till the next person comes on. And then just promptly forgetting about him. Like, you know, I wasn't going to go look up his stuff. I wasn't going to, and I also wasn't going to berate him. Nobody wants to berate a comedian also. I don't want any more heat. Um, But that was my, I feel like in general, things that aren't good or are, I don't know, you don't like, like you just don't give them your time or money. And then that kind of resolves itself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, he's not a big comedian now because obviously I would remember if he still existed. So maybe he just did us all a service. Yeah, he petered His out because the market died. didn't. Yeah, because like 50% of the population is women. And we were like, mm, you know. Yeah. But it's not to say I can't take a woman joke because I can. That was just like all he could do. Yeah. And I was like, you got to have more. You can't be just a one-trick pony. A one-trick misogynistic pony. Cancel himself. He did. And I feel like the trash does take itself out. And I feel like we should allow for that. Like if Jason Aldean is in fact doing something malicious, then people won't go to his concerts and they won't listen to his music and and, and, he'll peter out. Not to pull us into the pit of despair. I didn't really feel like that was despair. It was just like, I was like, oh, another controversy. Oh, like insert that guy from Home for the Holidays (laughs) in the back of the car. If you guys have not watched Home for the Holidays, you're missing out. This guy gets in the back of the car with his parents and they're like, you don't hear them. You just like see them talking at him and he's in the backseat and he looks over at the main character who you're following and he rolls his eyes. He's like smushed up against the window and it's such like a teenage look, but on like a grown ass man going home for Thanksgiving. Two cars at the airport and the two cars are side by side in traffic. Mm -hmm. In one car is Holly Hunter who's going home for the holidays for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And she's in the car with her parents who've picked her up at the airport and she's in the backseat and they're prattling on in the car next to them is a man in the backseat with his parents who have picked him up at the airport and they're both middle age and they both, it's this moment where they can't talk to each other because they're in two separate cars, but they make eye contact and the guy rolls his eyes. It's beautiful. And she knows exactly how he's feeling. She's like, she's experiencing the same (laughs) version in her home, in her car. And the dad is like, and then on Tuesday we did Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. It's great. It is great. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, you're fine. You did a better job uh, to, to describing it. it. Uh-huh. But he likes to film splain as I know. I'm a, a film. I'm a mansplainer. Cancel me. Oh, no, you're not a mansplainer. 
In, and sometimes I, uh, I woman-splain things, too. Well, sometimes I need woman-splaining. <laughs> Everybody needs... Sean, the toilet seat goes down, you ding-dong. I don't like, think I ever say that to you, actually. No. My thought with the toilet seat, you need it up, I need it down. We both do things to I put it down because I like the challenge. It's like... Like, did know, I get it in the hole? <laughs> pew, 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 pew. I always wanted those little... Have you ever seen the battleship um, things? There's like a book that you put in the bathroom, and then when you go to pee... You tear out like a couple of battleships and you throw them in the water in the bowl and then you try and sink the battleship while you're peeing oh no i haven't seen oh. those i do know that some places put a, a bee or a speck on the inside of the urinal so the guys will hit that because it means that it will go down what? and cause the least amount of splatter i did not know this mm -hmm. you aim at the the bp the pb at the pb ebdbb -B 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 -B. <laughs> so we were out of town we went to bend oregon which is fantastic Fan freaking tastic. Met expectations and then some. If you are looking for a place to vacation, cannot recommend Bend enough. Visit bend.com is a great uh, place to start. Well, I tried to email them and tell them we were coming, and they never replied at all. Well, some of these tourism bureaus are on it. Some are, you know, maybe aren't uh, as much. But listen, Bend is tremendous. It's beautiful. The weather was nice. It's always nice when you visit somewhere and the weather's great, mm -hmm. obviously, because well, you're visiting. It's 105 here today and Bend was like 84. Oh, but beautiful. Oh, beautiful. It's the high desert. It's on the West Coast, although it's not right on the coast. It's a couple of hours inland. It's Central Oregon, they call it. Right. They have whitewater rafting. We did so many things. Float the river, which is different than whitewater mm -hmm. rafting. That's where you just kind of inner tube it and have a have beer. Have a beer, chill out, look at houses and dream a dream of owning some of those houses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we went mountain biking. Mm -hmm. Took us back to our roots because that's how you and I. That's when we first started dating. We went, um, I don't know, maybe like a month after. Yeah. Yeah. When Joe got home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And downhill mountain biking, while I love mountain biking, was a little daunting because the bikes are newer and the, the the trail was pretty pretty interesting and we were on the baby blues you know i know i there was a huge part of me it's like oh you can totally do this like i'd look at ahead at the at the run and be like oh it's like zoom 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 and then you're gonna go up and you know and i was it's like down a ski hill by the way mm -hmm. just if anyone's yes we're listening. going to mount bachelor so about an hour out of well about half hour out of downtown bend is Mount Bachelor and it's a ski hill, a ski resort, but in the summertime they have zip lining and mountain biking. And we went to go mountain biking on one of the cooler days because we didn't want to like die of heat stroke. Also, it's cooler when you go up in elevation and it's beautiful. It's a perfect day. There was like nobody there, thank God. Um, but I just, I'm a cross countryer now, I think, because I get so scared of losing control or going too fast and like hurting myself. I think it's because I'm older. Because when you first met me, I was what, like 24? So back then I had, you know, I felt. Invincible? Maybe, or just, I knew, like I was just, I was also in better shape. And I think I just wasn't worried so much about anything like that. Like I was in school and I was like, whatever. Like my legs got totally jacked up on that trip. And I was like, whatever, I just wore jeans for like a week. Right. I just feel that, okay, so that was the first day of mountain biking. And it's downhill and, you know, it's pretty aggressive. A lot of fun. The bike mm -hmm. is like whizzing around. Mm -hmm. The trails are perfectly manicured and, and they've got really fun setups where like it'll, it'll make you jump and they mm -hmm. put little flags in the ground so you know where the jumps are. Yep. I was having a great time. I was also a little nervous because it's been a while since I've mountain biked. Mm -hmm. And I, I went my whole life bicycling. I started off BMX racing. I've always been a fan on of being two wheels yeah mountain biking absolutely love it but this was the first time after a long layoff and there was i don't rust. think i'd done it in 10 years a little chain rust going on right mm -hmm. and uh but halfway through i mean i was done first of all we got totally pooped out real whew, quick yeah your hands because <laughs> there was they have, so they have lava rock there and the sheer amount of like I don't even know like vibrations slash like just holding on to the bike and like because it's obviously eating it it has like shocks in it but you are trying to stabilize on the bike so I'd like squat down low and push my butt back like past my seat because I didn't if we're going down you don't want to like flip over so you're putting weight back to like manage mm. 
or I'd push up and move it a little bit forward. But the whole time my arms are like, and I'd have my two front, like two fingers on the brake because I didn't know if I could grab it if I needed to during said. Yeah. Is that a good indicator of what was happening? For sure. For sure. That's, <laughs> that was going through my mind too. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, so the bikes are super competent. The travel on the suspension is such that if you let the bike go, it would be fine. The bike eats everything. It's really amazing it's how they me float. staying on the bike and not freaking out. That's Essentially, it. I'm hurting myself. Well, you could get bucked off of it by putting your weight in the wrong place and getting your center of gravity. Maybe it's a little too high. Maybe Mm -hmm. you're a little too far to the side. So you can go down. Yeah. However, it once you start getting into that flow state and you're floating along and you just let the bike rip. Mm -hmm. And it handled it really well. Oh, yeah. And then you could they had these turns because the thing about mountain areas or at least the ones I've been to, especially like Mammoth and now Bachelor, is that in the summer it gets really dry. Like the humidity is really low. And so those mountain, like the rocks are slippery and they're loose and the dirt is like loose. And they had these great uh, cement lattices that would go around curves. And if you get yourself going fast enough, you'd pull up into them and around you'd go. And when you let the bike go and just go, you'd be like, and it would, it like makes a noise and you go around. And that was beautiful. But the problem I had was that sometimes something would be like really loose or really scary and I would like break and then I wouldn't have enough speed to do. So I'd be like, Ugh. and yeah. then you're like pedaling in the loose dirt and you're like, well, it was just a mess. I totally feel you. I, I fell down right in front of you one time, which was fun. <laughs> I, I don't mind falling as long as I don't break anything. And, and same with me. I fell down. It, Mine was a slow motion accent that I kind of wish you could have seen. Slow motion for me. But I let him go first and I shouldn't have gone on that last run. I was tired. So, okay our hands and wrists were like burnt out after what like five runs you get this forearm pump mm-hmm. and your forearms are pretty not weak but like they once they become engorged with blood you know like it <laughs> yeah it just they're there it's a dead muscle for mm-hmm. for lack of a better description and because we're both tense we're tightened up yeah man it, once they were once they felt like bricks mm-hmm. i was done and i was like let's do one more I know Sean pushed for one more. And if I hadn't done that one more, I wouldn't have fallen and scratched up my leg. Yeah. But it was fine. I mean, we took a break. And the thing that's funny is because I'm slower than you. So you got a little longer of a break. And then after the break place that we took, there's like a little, you zip up towards these trees and go over the roots and back down. And then it's loose rock. And this is where I fucked up because I was coming up and around. And because it's like a tight turn around that tree, I like slowed down to make sure I could like turn and make my way down. And then when I got to the rock, I was going so slow. It sounds weird, but you kind of want to go fast through it. And because it was loose, I was going slow and I'd like tried to kind of pedal. And then I like hit a rock and I was like, oh no. And I like immediately knew I was like, I'm going down and like in the middle of all this fucking rock. And so then I hit the brakes and I try to put my foot down. And as I do the, I mean, obviously it's just like, it's a slow motion accident. The front wheel turns because I'd hit kind of this like bigger rock as I'm trying to front wheel turns and I like bulk just. And so I bruised up. I don't even think they're, it's like pretty much gone, but I was all scratched up and bruised on my shoulder and my leg. I have like road rash all the way up my leg from like almost my butt all the way down to my right below my knee but you got some respect when we went respect. down to the bottom of the hill you know people were like whoa who's that chick i don't think so i was like i had, took off because they you have gear on i had like elbow pads and knee pads and stuff which is probably why it's only on that one little side but i was like shaking gravel out of them and then it's so funny because i took my helmet off and i was like oh my god it was like filled with gravel and like completely dusty and I was like, oh, good. And I like kind of did this. And then like flash forward, like 30 minutes later, you've come down, um, you know, we went in to return our stuff. I go into the bathroom and I'm just dusty. Like my whole body's like, because I like laid down in like the dustiest. I might as well have like, you know, if I need to make a fingerprint, I could just like poop. Right. <laughs> Dusting for fingerprints. Mm-hmm. I had a yeah. great time. I, I can't thank you enough. I think it was a really good choice to go to Bend. Mm-hmm. Outdoor playground. I'm not going to say moving to Texas was a mistake. But, but maybe days, we should have moved to Bend. Well, when day, when it's 110, <laughs> like for mm-hmm. two months straight, you're mm-hmm. like, hey, uh, did the devil come to town? Remember that guy, devil brought his air conditioning or something is what he said? Yeah. You know what was really cool 
was we were trying to get up to Jasper, Alberta, because mm-hmm. I used to live there for a little bit. And I, I absolutely love it. And in my mind, I idealize it. I know it's not perfect, but it's this beautiful mountain town yeah. and you're right in the Rockies. And it's just the trail accessibility and the outdoorsiness. And to me, that's that's ideal living, like being a little bit more connected to nature. Mm-hmm. Now I could do that here. I could go out in 110 degrees and die in a field <laughs> half a block away. No one will find me till till winter i was on the green belt (laughs) there's no moisture left in them the the buzzards picked them clean Mm -hmm. uh this when when we were in bend while it's not right in the mountains yeah it's really close like i said a half hour yeah and they're beautiful big mountains the water was crystal clear and quite chilly which was nice when we floated and the whitewater rafting days they we didn't have a cold day there. It was all in the 80s or low 90s. I think the highest was when we floated. It was like 93 or oh, something. It was beautiful. And uh, Roxy doesn't agree. She just growled if you heard. Anyway, um, but it was, the water was just that right cold that you kind of want, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and everyone in town is geared up. They've all got mm-hmm. these crazy vehicles, like Subarus everywhere, so many Subarus. trucks. Everyone's got camping gear, or bike racks. It just it, it just feels alive. Like people are doing things instead of putting on VR goggles and mountain biking. They're actually mountain biking, and I yeah. think this is this is the way it should be. And the smells, mm. I forgot how nice it, it is. Smells so in, nice. Yeah, it was like that sweet fur smell. In addition to this, mm-hmm. there's a brewery every two feet. So many breweries. And that, well, I mean, I'm not 20 anymore, so I can't drink that kind of beer or that much beer, but I do enjoy we have like two or three a day kind of thing. Yeah. And really? even then I was kind of a little bloody. I know. I was like, but they're good beer makers or breweries or brewers, brewmasters. Yes. They're very good at their job. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple that I really enjoy. That one at Crux that I had, like the strawberry lemonade one. Was Crux very, was my favorite. Yeah, it was definitely the best. We went to Immersion, which was also very good, but that was our first day and we were like starved. Um, so we like mainly, I mainly wanted that grinder sandwich. Um, we went to Monkless, also delicious. It just wasn't, I think by the time, that's the thing is I can only really have like one or two. And then I was kind of like, Bleh. I like the play on names that, that happens in the brewing mm-hmm. community. Monkless, because they're a Belgian brewing company, yet there's no monk who works there. Oh, no monk. So yeah. they're just doing monk recipes. Mm-hmm. I it's, thought that was cute. cute. Yeah. But definitely Crux was the winner for me. Mm-hmm. And they had all the stuff I liked, the stouts mm-hmm. with the berries and. Well, that one that we went to with the cellar, which is like underground, had the best like British food, which sounds really weird to say it that way. But the sausage rolls and the like meat pies. Mm-mm-mm. But unfortunately, they had like a, a disagreement or a fight or some kind of issue with the city that they were trying not bend, not bend, but another city. I don't know if it wasn't sisters, but it was one of those. I think it was like pine, low pine or something like that. Anyway, they... um pulled their permits or whatever so they had to shut down they couldn't continue building their bigger brewery so they didn't have a ton of things on tap it was like all bottled and i was already beered out we'd already had beers at the other at crux if you live in america visit Mm -hmm. bend if you're coming from somewhere else outside of america visit bend yep and it has a little airport you could probably fly into eugene if they don't have a flight into the redmond airport which is where we flew in um so you're going to have to make a pit stop because it's a regional airport. But man, it was so much fun. Yeah, I loved it. I was like, can't wait to go back. I want to try it in winter, though, because mm-hmm. apparently this. So Mount Bachelor is this amazing ski. I've heard about it ever since I moved to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Never went to it. Very high elevation, mm-hmm. amazing terrain, amazing snow. And no one goes there. Well, I'd ask my brother about it because I grew up hearing people go to Bachelor and stuff, but not as often as they'd go to Hood or we went to White Pass a lot or to Snoqualmie um, because there's tons of hills in the Pacific Northwest. And my brother said, well, it is kind of like out of the way. I guess if you're in Eugene, that's your closest hill. He's like, but anybody from a city like he's like Seattle has Snoqualmie. He's like Portland has Hood. And he's like, and just to get there is kind of out of the way. And I was Mm. like, perfect. (laughs) I think that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. I talked to my psychiatrist, Barry. Barry has been to two national parks this year. One was uh, Mount, or sorry, Zion National Park. Oh, okay, in Utah. In, mm-hmm. Yep. And the other is where Smokey the Bear lives. Yosemite. Yosemite. Is that where Smokey the Bear lives? I don't know. Okay. Well, maybe. Um, maybe he summers there. Right. He's always mm-hmm. putting on fires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he said those are beautiful. 
his gripe was there's so many people in these parks where you're driving bumper to bumper and you're mm -hmm. looking out your window and there's only a certain amount of people allowed in the park and you're just jammed and it's it takes away from it that's like when i went to yosemite with hannah all those years ago um because she had a brand partnership with subaru we were just bumper to, to and we had to get these certain shots because they wanted one in front of this and then in front of that and you know but i wanted to see all that stuff too so we're in her car going like two miles an hour it's not nature no no it's and not it didn't, natural it didn't feel very natural although the camping component of it felt medium you know because you're like there's toilets and water and bend felt like what i remember jasper to be in my mind mm -hmm. even though it's different it was the perfect it day might in still jasper. be that way if it wasn't so expensive to have stayed there it's also and to fly that it just got hit sick. or miss weather mm -hmm. it, it can be very you can get skunked for your summer but when it's yeah. a perfect day yeah and the weather's perfect and it was just like that for a week and i was like my god mm -hmm. these people have it so good and they knew it too they walked around a little smug in their tivas and their well and a lot of people have moved to bend recently so the local bend people are feeling kind of like the austin growth even though it's not as much but it definitely like home prices are crazy because we were like oh maybe we'll see what what, what is it no priced out of the market mm -hmm. <laughs> it was we're talking expensive. like like seven hundred thousand dollars to start it's yeah. crazy you guys so bend is very popular but very beautiful we'll definitely go back in the winter definitely for a for a little vacation mm -hmm. a little ski yeah little ski i know because we haven't snowboarded since 2019 <sighs> have we life moves pretty fast you don't stop and look around once in a while you might just miss it it's, yeah Except i mean covid you know covid kind of and then the move and we i don't think we've done since we moved to Te tejas right all right let's switch some gears here okay are you bored no no i mean maybe the audience you know bored? that okay. was our tourism spot brought mm -hmm. to you by the city of bend and bend tourism and if you want to go please visit crux brewery yeah oh and places to eat there's so much good food oh also oh oh, oh. oh. although we went to what was supposed to be the best restaurant rancher butcher chef and everybody was so lovely and we just were too full we could we didn't eat our like, food we ate so like our appetizers i know i was embarrassed and he even forgot the scallops that I ordered. Thank God, because we already had to take home like half a Sean steak and it was just too much food. Yeah, it was a mistake <laughs> for sure. Mm -hmm. But the food was good. It just, we were full. Yeah, it, it was, was. the beer. It was, I think, because I was like, I don't know why. I just can't even eat anymore. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, today in movies, mm. things are jamming. Finally heating up. Maybe I'll return to the theater. I haven't been to a movie since Pokemon 2000 or whatever. Oh, uh, really? No, we went to the oh, Tropic, Thunder. Tropic Thunder. It's been a while. I feel like we've gone a couple of times. Is that the only? I don't really like theater. No, but I there like are Oppenheimer. Two films. I know. Go for it. There are two films that are out right now that sound like they could be a good experience, but I, mm -hmm. I, I, I wonder if I should just rent them at home. Can we rent them at home? I hope so. You know, video on. Or, or do they make you go to the theater these days? So the first one that I keep hearing about is Barbie. Mm -hmm. Barbie this, Barbie that. I'm in a Barbie world. I'm a Barbie girl. <laughs> Come on, Barbie girl. <laughs> and like the marketing has been, um, it's a juggernaut. Mm -hmm. it, everyone has a Barbie product, whether it's McDonald's. I don't know if they do have a McBarbie, but. Everybody has something Barbie-esque. Even my favorite bakery in Santa Monica, Sweet Lady Jane, has uh, this Barbie cake thing that they're doing. It's like a pink strawberry raspberry filled cake right. thing. Barbecue. Like, Barbecue. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> But Barbie, the movie. Yes. Seems... Ryan Gosling. Uh, what's her name? That's also in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. So is this, because I know nothing about it and I, I like to play dumb because I'm a little daft. But what happened? Is this movie a satire? I think so. Is it a I don't know enough about it to be truthful, but from the previews and everything, it sounds like the whole premise of it is satire uh, and almost like um, social commentary. About yes, about like women's bodies and stuff. Because there's a joke in the in one trailer that I saw where she talks about like um, I had a cold. She's like, my day's just been off. She's like, I had a cold shower. And then my feet, and you know how Barbie's feet, if anybody had Barbies, they always look like they're in high heels. They oh. don't lay flat. Oh. They're always like this because it's a doll. You, you know, I mean, I guess there could be like a snap. An like articulating, like a G.I. Joe. And they might have articulated some, but I don't think so. The knees would go snap, snap, hmm. snap, snap. 
the feet just because they only went into heels and even the shoes that you would buy her i think only skipper had flat feet that she could put her tennis shoes on is that so, the, the dolphin no skipper is the younger barbie's daughter or, okay. or sister younger sister or something it's like the younger one anyway her she's like and my feet and they they look like the barbie feet and they go Mom. she goes and they're flat and this girl goes flat feet it's just so funny so i think it's commentary on stuff like that i'm offended by that as a person a flat-footed person and you know this it's true it causes it me great true. pain <laughs> i don't want to see this movie now I'm, we're gonna have to get over it i'm gonna have them canceled <laughs> resilience 2.0 <laughs> um and then i've also seen a clip where like she's trying to leave barbie world for the real world yeah um yeah and i think they even make a joke about ken having nothing down there because ken just looks like he's wearing like briefs you know like permanently speaking of that and mm -hmm. going back to mountain towns we used to go up to mammoth and mm -hmm. when you drive up to mammoth you go through this mammoth is in california to get there from los angeles you have to drive through a bunch of small little towns yeah like lone pine independence big pine big pine and bishop, Cardigo, bishop. Uh -huh. as you go through these towns uh they're western towns and they always have these horses always beautiful horse statues huge like sometimes they're like brown, life size sometimes red. they're white red mm -hmm. sometimes they're prancing sometimes they're in a pose where they're standing up and revealing their nothing they're like ken dolls they chopped all the we joked they don't know why they chopped all the horse's dongs off to be modest because a horse's dong is very big so you don't want to you don't want to <laughs> have it, this flaccid just get a girly horse there you go who cares right but so instead what the artists do in all these towns they have a half mid shaft and they, it's like a like they just cut it and then painted it and you're like why i why? it's the strangest thing and they're just being modest it's I really think. funny but why would you even do maybe the artists used to do it and then at some point they're like hey guys we gotta so they come back through and like clean up their mess I we guess. are the horse penis police <laughs> We find this offensive and they found a middle ground. They didn't remove it all together. Do the horse penis police also hang out with the language police in Quebec? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's good. <laughs> I don't know why, but I always picture the, the language police in Quebec, like Reno 911. Oh, yeah. He has like short shorts and he comes out like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. And they're like, bonjour. And you're like, hi. And they're like, gotcha. <laughs> Oh, that mm. that would be a good show, Katie. I could, I like I could create that, you know. Mm. They, all their their outfits would be blue and white, obviously, with a ton of fleur de lis. Right. And that was a bathtub, Jesus, <laughs> in the back. <laughs> Too funny. Oh. The other film that's tearing mm. up the charts is Oppenheimer. Yes, atomic bomb. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The father of the atomic bomb. Yeah. You know what's crazy about that story, and I haven't seen the movie, but this always blew my mind. Blue being the operative word. <laughs> <laughs> You're on it today. I like it. Pew, 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 pew. Maybe it's the evening filming that's doing it. I don't know. I'm more awake. Yeah. Morning filming. Katie's not the best filming, right. Katie. I'm Peter Davidson, not Pete Davidson. <laughs> not Pete. Uh, Peter, until I've had my coffee, call me Peter. I saw the funniest meme. I do want to hear about Oppenheimer. I, but I saw the funniest meme and I sent it to you with Pete Davidson. And it said, I think Pete Davidson is Beetlejuice when he's younger. Oh. And I was like, oh, it is. He would be a great Beetlejuice. Mm -hmm. I didn't used to like Pete Davidson because I didn't know anything about him. I don't know anything him. about I never even heard and of him until he dated Kim Kardashian. I wasn't a Saturday Night Live fan. And yeah, then, I didn't like Saturday Night Live. But the more I see of him, he's quite amusing. I do like old school Saturday Night Live. It's gotten stupid lately and I just can't watch it for the last like 10 years. Yeah. No oh, offense oh. to the people. I know they're working really hard. I just feel like they have like tethers on them where they can't say anything that could potentially be offensive so it's all boring as shit Eek. we need more sweaty ball content and like Eek. um we are what is it uh what is the one where he's all dressed in black mike myers sprockets sprockets this is the time on sprockets when we dance <laughs> it's so stupid <laughs> but like maybe it's i don't know what's happened to comedy with snl it's Come comedy on, should be sacred you should be able to mm -hmm. use it as a forum to we be able to discuss difficult issues yeah things going on in the news but make fun of it that's what i love about it um we did watch one in particular that i thought was pretty funny and that was the one that had pedro pascal yes mario kart mario kart mario kart it's luigi time it was so good you guys if you haven't watched that episode pull it up on youtube and watch it. it's good fantastic okay so oppenheimer sorry oh very quickly mm -hmm. when i first kind of you know uh was learning about 
what happened leading up to the atomic bomb. Mm-hmm. I was unaware until I, obviously you're unaware until you learn a fact. Jeez, come on, Sean. But <laughs> I, what blows my mind is that you had two camps of scientists, mm-hmm. I believe. Now, maybe the movie paints this in a different light. But what I recall of the situation is that you had two camps of scientists. Okay. One camp said you can't split the- create. Yeah, you can't split the atom. You can't do this because if you do, you run the chance of lighting the atmosphere on fire and destroying the earth. Lighting the atmosphere on fire was their big worry. And wow. these are like the br- the brightest minds. They just didn't know what they were dealing with. Like what is going to happen when you unleash the, 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 the atom, the power of the atom bomb? Are you going to create a chain reaction that won't stop? Mm. And the greatest minds in the world were basically split. And some said yes and some said no. And they fucking did it anyways. Which is I saw from the preview, I don't know if this is true, but it looked like they had like covered their faces in like Vaseline hmm. or some kind of coverage or paint or something. And maybe it's not even related to that exact moment, but in my head I was like, they just didn't know what they're getting into. They had no idea. And mm-hmm. even once they had detonated it, so th- this is ridiculous. They did it. Now someone was going to do it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like this was, oh, only the Americans could do it. Everyone was racing to unlock this technology or unlock this science. Um, and so it was going to happen regardless who mm-hmm. did it first. Once they had done it, they some of the tests they ran with it are absolutely nuts. Like the bikini bikini atoll tests where they and they detonate like massive massive bombs, um, and they they have a bunch of uh, sailors sitting on boats that are within the blasts radius, and. So they're they're basically using humans as test subjects to see what? like what what sort of what will radiation do. But they didn't tell anyone this. So they gave them sunglasses. You know, there's a lot of wacky stuff that went on. With well, that's like I mean, MK Ultra and all the crazy shit. There's just a lot of weird tests that like would never fly today. Um, Ethics, you know. <laughs> yeah, in general, it's um, this just reminds me. If you're looking for a joke film based sim somewhat related to this very brief, very little, uh, Young Einstein. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he's in Australia. I believe so. And he uh, has an atomic bomb. It's a film worth watching (laughs) if you haven't seen it. Since I grew up uh, with a small apple orchard in our backyard, like, I don't know, eight or ten trees, it always made me giggle because of the way, because he grew up on an orchard, young Einstein. And he always just like takes a bite of an apple and throws it away. And I remember doing that sometimes we had so many apples. I'd have like two bites. And I was like, this one's not very good. We're really picky about our apples. I don't know if you noticed my mom is that way too. She's like, this one has a, I don't like it. Mm. We're very particular. Cause we'd have like so many. And even after family took them and we turned some into apple butter and applesauce, you'd still be like. Apple crisp, apple, apple, apple. Too much apple. I mm-hmm. am very excited about being a farmer. I know I unveiled mm. this recently that we have uh, a, Corn rows growing on our hairs. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why do uh, they call those corn rows? I just realized it's so weird. Yeah. Hmm. So we we have corn growing in the yard, and it we went away on vacation. I'm like, man, I'm gonna come back, and this thing's that's gonna. I was be afraid dead. they're all gonna be dead. But no, uh, in 105 Not degrees, dead yet. Apparently, they grow really good because they're knee high now. And now I heard from your mom that they should be knee high. Beginning of July. Mm-hmm. We're knee high end of July, but our season's a little longer. She said that's the same. She goes, I think you're still fine. Oh, yeah. You can plant in, I believe, late August in mm. Texas for another crop. Okay. So anyways, I'm going to have a crop coming in. The problem is that I... So as a farmer, a first-time farmer, a future farmer of America, mm, FFA, FFA, it's me and a bunch of 14-year-olds in this program. Mm-hmm. When you put the corn seed in the ground... It needs to be a little deeper than what I did. Now, I thought it was supposed to be six inches in the ground. Or I mean, uh, not six inches, uh, uh, one inch in the ground. Mm-hmm. And I think when I watered it, the seeds may have come up to the surface a little bit. I mean, a lot of times when you put seeds in, you have to like pack the dirt and then you put more dirt on top sometimes. Mm-hmm. But all that will take for us is to go into, uh, you know, Home Depot or something and get some bags of dirt yeah. and then just sprinkle them and just push it around to hold them up i have to do that because they're starting to they're getting real top heavy so and it's only gonna get worse so we need to yeah. give them a little support but i'm so excited because i am competitive mm-hmm. especially with other farmers i don't know my the people i'm competing against but i am part of a group <laughs> the texas mycelium mm-hmm. uh, association 
I think something, that's what we're something, called. Something. Mm-hmm. I haven't done anything with them. Are we going to take for... that class where we learn how to cook mushrooms? Uh, we could take that class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But first, I there are many people trying the experiment. And the people mm-hmm. who run the experiment, the Texas Mycelium mm-hmm. Association, their corn crops, uh, two of them have been destroyed. <gasps> they believe raccoons. Uh-oh. Or we gotta... a Canadian dressed like a raccoon because I'm competitive, see? <laughs> no, but we got to look out for... because. We have critters. Well, that's why I put the guardrails up around mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. to hopefully keep them out. But anyways, we're we're looking good. We only have a couple that are kind of dead-ish. Mm. And those are because they're not getting quite as much sun. Oh. Some of them, they look beautiful. Yeah, and they I'm look, like, do look beautiful. I'm like, I made you. And I can take you out of this world too. If, I put brought you in, I'll take you out. Yeah, I'll snatch you out of the earth. Ha, ba, ba. But mm-hmm. not until you're ready. <laughs> anyway, so we're, we're growing corn. If you're just following this saga, it's because <clears throat> I'm cheap and I... I don't want to pay for an expensive product. Not that corn is expensive, but the... Weed Lacoche. Weed Lacoche. Which is a uh, fungus that grows among us on the corn gus. And it makes the corn more flavorful. It's, it's like a, blue cheese of corn. A blight, a smutty corn. But in some communities, this fungal infection, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I In guess the corn, so. mm, tastes good. And I've had it. Boy, oh boy, it tastes good. So rather than buy... It's very like earthy, mushroomy. Yeah. Ma- rather than buy truffles, because they compare yeah, it to truffles. Yeah, it's kind of like truffles. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, well, I can't afford well, $40. We got the seeds for free. Yeah. <laughs> From the mycelium sub- group. Yeah. Texas. Yeah. Sean will report back later with actually what it's called. Do we have time for one letter or is today not a letter day? Uh, <laughs> We can. We can. Let me see. You know what I wish we had? It's a set from when I was a kid, uh, Mr. Dress Up, and a little train would come through in the back behind him, and, and then there would be I've like heard a, of Mr. Dress Up, but I did not grow up with Mr. Dress Up. He was our version of, uh, who's the friendly neighborhood guy? That's Mr. Rogers? Yeah, Mr. Rogers. Oh, okay. I was like... He was, he was the Canadian Mr. Rogers, Mr. Mm, Dress Up. Kind of That's similar. why I've heard of him. Okay. You know, like a... Why would you call him Mr. Dress Up? Such a weird name. <laughs> he would dress up. <laughs> <laughs> like Mr. Rogers, just like a name. You could have just had like Fred Rogers, yeah. You just could have had another dude. Like... This was Dave Dressup. <laughs> no, his first name's Dress, his last name's Up. Okay. We have time for one letter. I know we have things. We're very late. This is June 6th, so we're behind our schedule. But this is a first time writer. Peter. This is my first letter. It says, Katie and Sean, I've had this draft email started for eight months and I just haven't had time to write it. A funny story for OTDM. Having an unsent draft drives me mad, so I will send warm wishes. Katie, thanks for all that you do. AKA has been a powerful tool as I transition from a soldier to social worker. That's amazing. I'm so glad that you're, you know, you're going to help people and that will really help because you have that experience. Okay. I'll retire from the army in 2024 and return to Tejas. Congratulations. Yay. And thank you, for, and your thank service. you for your service. I think it's pretty amazing that if you can take your skill set, I don't know if you'll be serving people who are service members or former service. I don't know if you'll be serving former service members or not. You know, who knows what your clientele will be, but I think it's pretty awesome. And it's a community that is underserved. Completely underserved. Says a friend and I are starting a nonprofit to support parents in Austin. And you've been a great inspiration on this journey. Oh, I'm so glad. If you have any questions you know send them my way says sean i love your work and your people i went to quebec last summer we live in rhode island Uh and we're headed to the maritimes this summer let me know if you need some ketchup or i'll dress i'll dress chips nice why can't the u.s get good chip flavor good question peter the only thing that we have picked up that canada knew for years is dill pickle ketchup hasn't made it over i've seen it sometimes i think that there's sometimes Mm -hmm. you'll see a ketchup chip here but Mm -hmm. it's like Smaller brands, you know? Yeah, because they went to Quebec also. Now they know the, that it's better. Right. Poutine-flavored chips. Mm-hmm. Mm. We have to go to Montreal. It's been a while. Yes, we we'll have, have to. have to get going. Okay, it says, keep doing great work and have a wonderful summer. I'll get that story to you at some point. Best, Peter. We're looking forward to it, Peter. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate you writing in. Appreciate what you're doing. And yes, send all the chips, please. Okay, and then last, but certainly not least... We have a letter from Vicky. Or Miss Vicky. It actually is called uh, Vicessence, the essence of Vicky. <laughs> and it is called Zorbing. 
says, hey guys, I know you enjoy checking out new or interesting sports. Have you seen this one yet? I have no idea if this can be professional or not, but for your viewing pleasure, here is Zorbing. Mm. It says, hope you have a great, awesome week. Vicassence or Vicassence. Okay, here is Zorbing at an outdoor gravity in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. They're in those blow up ball things. I love it. Oh my God. Imagine how fast you could get going. Where are they going with that? I have no idea. They're just rolling down the hill. Wait, they're all in it together. No, that's dangerous. Super dangerous. Oh. I think you're, I'd assume single, and I don't know. Um, how big is that thing? There's three of them there's in there. There's so many. Oh, and it's a course. Mm hmm. Zorbing, I'm in. I want to try it. How much let's, is a Zorby? Let's do it. A Zorball. It, it also, yeah, they're always in it together. There's water in there too? That's flipping awesome. Mm -hmm. Whoa, that, <laughs> it's a human-sized hamster ball that just went through the air. Oh my goodness. Thank you for sending this. I don't know if this could be professional either. Oh yeah. Imagine going on the, the, the ski hill on that, That's like the mountain great. biking. Right? Oh my God, they're going so fast. I'd want to wear a helmet. Look how he got into it. You see how he got into it? He jumped through the hole to get into the oh. giant ball. Oh my goodness. It can fit one to three people. I'd be nervous about bumping into other people. Me too. Heads hitting all. Yeah, with us, we like, and then we're knocked out. It certainly plays to my inner um, germaphobe, though, to be inside of a bubble. Oh, but it's a big thing. Like, look at all the videos now. Wow. I wonder oh. where you do this. Um, it looks like Tennessee. Um, I love it. I'm in. There's bubble soccer and Zorbing. So many things. I've gone down a rabbit hole. I've got to get out. Thank you, Vicky, for sending that. Much appreciated, Vickens. That is amazing. Amazing. Oh, um, well, thank you for writing in to yes. both of you. We appreciate it. And I do have one last message. Okay. And this goes out to Peter Jonathan Heber. <gasps> PJ Heber, cousin PJ. PJ. Listen, man, congratulations. So he's a homeowner he now. He's a homeowner. Ba, 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 ba. Amazing. And I know that you've worked really hard um, just in life, you know, and you worked hard for it, like you, everybody, you know. I work hard for the money. Dun, 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 dun. I work hard for the money. And it's just exciting that you don't have to rent anymore. Well, and, and they the, were going to increase his rent. That's the, the thing that was like, oh, we got to try to figure something out. And he'd been wanting to get into mm -hmm. the home ownership game for a while. But, you know, there's a lot that goes on in the ringer that they put you through. Oof, oof. But he did it. He's on the other side of it. And I'm just so excited for him. And I'm excited to go up and uh, pick out my room. <laughs> Please, you know, make sure mm -hmm, that... Mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, that it's, it's the big one. No, I'm I'm, wants the, the master suite with I'm the bathroom. I'm super stoked, you know, <laughs> and, and I can't wait to visit. And I just wanted to say congratulations on the air. Mm -hmm. The house looks wonderful. Mm -hmm. I won't be able to bring tools and help you because I don't own any tools, but if you have tools, <laughs> you might you just can, get in your way. You I'll hand me. you things. I need this socket wrench. You're screwing it in the wrong direction. It goes clockwise. Righty, oh. tidy, lefty, loosey. <laughs> Unless it's propane. Mm, you know, then the opposite. I, I believe so. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, again, congratulations to PJ and Melissa. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited for you. Uh, I'm going to send a housewarming gift, and that is going to be um, some of my stuff. So I have a place to stay. <laughs> Half when you I stuff. Go to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love you guys, and that's just really exciting. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. that's it for opinions that don't matter. Uh, have a wonderful weekend. Send in any letters to otdmpod at gmail.com. We will get caught up. We're only like a month behind. Yes. And we do see uh, Tom is up in the queue yep. next. next. So Tom, um, I'm looking forward to catching up with you as well. Yes. So everyone be safe out there. Enjoy your summer. If you're uh, dealing with a wear, heat wave. Wear sunscreen, drink water. Drink lots of and water. we'll see you on the flippity flop. Zippity zap. Zippity zap. Bye. Bye. Bye.